1: One s'mores pit one
0: pumpkin bomb stand
1: one fortnightly discussion on comics and nerd culture i'm your host robbie dorman literature geek and writer
0: i'm your other host eric z goodnight professional artist and illustration nerd
1: and we are the handsome boys comic Hour, your home for news review, slightly antagonistic banter and much much more this is episode 249
0: got a another another big zero coming up mm-hmm. in a couple of weeks
1: mm-hmm. big big old 250 Mm hmm. Do you ever dance along with the theme music, Eric?
0: Uh, you've asked me this before and my answer was also no.
1: I like to dance you, with it. You, yeah,
0: you you've told me that. I can't I can't imagine you're the guy I can't even get to go to a bar with me and you're you're dancing Your like mis- no one's watching.
1: Your mistake, Eric, is making it a non-Simpsons theme bar. I would go to that You
0: didn't send me any pictures. You sent me zero pictures, specifically requested pictures. What the hell? What what's wrong with the I blood? was
1: drunk on Flaming Moes. What do you want from me? Flamio, Captain. I had two Flaming Moes. They were not it, They didn't get you that drunk. They didn't get me that drunk, no. It was they were they were they weren't bad though. And they were lit they lit them they lit them on fire, which you cannot say for Universal Studios shameful attempt at a flaming moes. I think they should be ashamed. They should be ashamed. Hey Ansmice, how are you guys doing out there? Talking about The Simpsons and Bars, we are going to be talking about Pumpkin Heads later on in our book club by Rainbow Rowell and Faith Aaron Hicks. Get all your fall adventure romance. Mm -hmm. Halloween
0: did just end. It's still fall. It is still fall. A
1: little little chill in the air. Pumpkin spice at at coffee shops. It's not fall yet here in Florida. Well, Florida doesn't get a fall, unfortunately. You're you're not wrong. They get winter for a week, and then it goes back mm-hmm. to spring.
0: Mm-hmm. I would I could do for some cold weather.
1: Uh, come to Austin. Actually, it was in the 80s today, so I can't. Really, it was cold last week.
0: Yeah, it was it was 80s today. I would say.
1: <laughs> uh, but before we have a nice discussion of a fall and teen romance, mm-hmm. we have comic books that came out the past couple weeks to talk about.
0: Nito torpedo.
1: That's what I like to hear that enthusiasm from my my co-host Eric Z.
0: Good night. Would you would you like me to say Nito torpedo with like some hype? Nito torpedo.
1: I kind of like the kind of Excelsior. What I kind of like the just the actually like drained of energy reading better. Honestly,
0: I I uh, I'm definitely pretty drained of energy. I I apologize <laughs> if any of you. Out there, really like me, like <laughs> <laughs> I don't
1: have I don't have a lot of that right now. <laughs> we can move on over for a second to start the lobbies for Sword nightly. Lobbies <laughs> for nightly is our show. Eric and I will review a selection of this past couple of weeks' books, tell you to buy it or do not buy them. There's a mush meter, goes from one to five. If you're feeling mushy, our first book is SFxX SX Two Safe Sex Two. I don't why do they uh, say why do they just call it Safe Sex.
0: Because they don't want to put the word sex on the front of their book. Well, I guess that's fair.
1: Apple's Apple will go, you can't read my comic you can't read that comic book. It says sex on it. It does literally say it on there though. It's just it, not yeah. it's not, not all bright pink. Yeah, that's fair. Uh written created by Tina Horn, drawn by Michael Dowling, colored by Chris O'Halloran, colors, let's see, lettered by Steve Wands, that's what I'm looking at. Color by cover by Tula Lute Lote. Uh, edited and designed by Lauren McCubbin. We read issue 1. I think we we liked it. We described it. It was that was fucky week when we read all the fucky books as you would say, Eric. So, when's
0: when's um oh god, what's the what's the space comic where everyone's fucking aliens? I want to read that. When did that come out? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't know.
0: Speaking of fucky books.
1: Yes. Um what do you think? What do you issue two? Are you still? Um, It's it's
0: good. It's, I mean, I, I don't have a, I don't, I don't have an overwhelming feeling. Uh, yes or no. There's more of what's going on. Um, it is, it, it has inched closer to the plot ticket. So we know kind of more what's going on and what the shape of this is going to be. Um, I don't know. It's good. I kind of wish that it was. A, I I wish they kept the filth level up as it was with the last book, which was very filthy, and this one is. Uh, it seems relatively chaste.
1: Yes, much I wish more. that it
0: was. I wish that it was consistent with that, rather than it being like a shock value hook in the first thing. But it's still, I think, it's an interesting enough story it is delivering on what it started to saying and it's it's good it's competent it's interesting i and i don't know this this book still fucks but it's not making a big show about it now
1: i think i agree it's good mhm i think i have i have a nitpicky I have a you, nit- do, uh, you do you do love your nitpicks i do love to pick nits um fuck those nits man uh, it's fair uh i don't i don't think i like i like the story and i like this world they're in i like i like the the the, the writing i think the plot moves relatively quick it's keeping me engaged i want to know what's happening i don't i don't like our protagonist um i feel like she's
0: a little bit I land on the word "safe." Safe's not the right word. Bland. Um, we're not really getting a sense. I I don't know. I feel like that's a. (laughs) I don't know that that actually is kind of a thing in people that I I see is that being extremely sexual is their substitution for a personality.
1: I, I <laughs> and that's how she comes off to me. Well, I mean, it's it's partially that I think my problem is, and like I I understand why they do it in this issue because it kind of leads back around to the hook at the end of the issue that will you know bridge us. It's a cliffhanger, it bridge us to issue three. But the issue starts, you know, like all of issue one is her way, making her way back to the new uh, sanctuary, and then it, immediately in this issue we have. A handful of pages they're all about everyone in the sanctuary going no screw you we don't want you here you're useless you betrayed us etc go away and it makes her look like a geek Uh, to to, to define some some, uh, wrestling some wrestling terminology she looks like a pencil neck geek she looks like oh well she's just begging for help and they just go no and then she just leaves and she goes to find another person that we never heard of before and i i don't mind the you know that she's has a sex has you know sexuality as her personality in this because it's kind of the book you know if it was another book i'd probably go eh. but in this book it is very integral it's mm-hmm. more just like let her do something cool like she i want to like if she's my hero i don't need her to be like you know, Captain Marvel. All of a sudden, but like, I she was a she was a badass last issue. Exactly, and I really like she it. did
0: fucking Wonder Woman jumping into jumping out of buildings into dumpsters and killing people with high heel shoes. And now, I mean, I I, I, I definitely I see your perspective that she's like, I need. He-. I mean, that's a perfectly valid thing in this story shape for her to be like, I need help, but. I I get that, that, like, it kind of, it cuts her agency short, and I think it's easy to criticize it, but I think in the larger scope of the story shape, it'll probably make more sense.
1: Yeah, I, you know, it it won't, it it won't feel feel as weird. No, it's a product of us reading issue to issue instead of reading a Mm -hmm. trade. If we read a trade, it would be invisible. Completely. But, hey, I'm, I'm reviewing an issue of a comic book. I'm still by buy. I still think the art looks really good. It, it, no change there.
0: It's a nice, it is a, it is a nice looking book. I'd say it even, even the art style makes me think a lot of, um, what was, what was it? It was Val something was, uh, the artist on, on Bitch Planet, but it's, it's still, it's still, or Van something like
1: that. Can't remember. Um, Val- Valentine DeLandro.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: Still, I still feel
0: like this, this, this world is a first cousin to, uh. Bish planet. It's planet, and I, I, I kind of like it more because it's, it's fuckier. Um, it's good. I'm, I'm still here for it. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I think we can, I think we can safely tag out on individual issues, but this is, this is definitely like a good, a good story and a thing that I want, uh, I want more
1: of. Yeah, I'm a buy as well. Uh, that's a double by S F S X number two. Next up is Basket Full of Heads, number one, written by Joe Hill, illustrated by Leo Max, colored by Dave Stewart, lettered by Darren Bennett.
0: I fully expected to just be disgusted and hate this.
1: There is almost zero gore in this. Yeah, I I I really like it. <laughs> Joe Hill's fucking amazing. Yeah, we 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 read Lock and Key back. I don't know years and years I, ago i actually this saw the
0: fireman i was at a real bookstore the other day and saw that book remember you talking about it years ago yeah
1: i liked i like a lot of people don't like the fireman for whatever reason i enjoyed it um i this is a basically a horror imprint from dc hill house comics it's called uh with joe hill being the guy i don't know roughly in charge of it, or at least the mm-hmm. the, the headliner. Um I think this he's the she's the Gerard way. Yes, exactly. Um I think the art in this is great. It it it's fucking like almost Goron Parlov level gorgeous. Yeah, it's really spectacular. Um I I don't know where like it's called a basketful of heads and it's just like, Oh, now you're in like this small main town and mm-hmm. there's some killers loose on the loose and we will eventually get to a basketful of heads, I'm sure. But for now we're just gonna de- deal with these, you know, little small town characters in nineteen eighty three. Uh uh which yes, I'm i I'm for that. I like I like that. That's good. Uh it understands their,
0: their, little, their little romance is just so fucking cute I love it so much.
1: I will, there is one thing, the one thing that really surprised me about this is, I I, I don't know if it's officially, officially doing this, but is this, I mean, I, Joe Hill is Stephen King's son. Mm-hmm. Is this a, in, is this just referencing main things so it just feels like it's in a Stephen, in the Stephen King-averse? Oh
0: God, it is Shawshank prison. And... Mm-hmm. This is this is this is more invisible to me than it is to you,
1: right? And it's there's nothing else overt about it aside from in big giant letters on a page it says
0: yeah. Shawshank
1: Shawshank Prison, and yeah. I, I understand like hey, there's there's places in Maine you're allowed to, re- and he grew up in Maine because yeah, of course. i was gonna say it, it all makes it's, sense. It's but I, I don't know if are they like is this a backdoor? Like no, this is. It's a horror book, and it's in the Stephen King universe. Maybe well, I mean, eh? they're they're gonna get saved by by by
0: by Roland later on. It's it's, it's fine. Where's the man in black? Is uh, that
1: is uh, that the mayor from Jaws?
0: <laughs>
1: what? The mayor in this just looks like the it's it's Ned Beatty playing the mayor from Jaws. I
0: I have I, I have never seen a Jaws movie. What? What? are always so surprised. I have, Eric, Jaws! I have
1: things to do, okay? Jaws is amazing. That is... Okay, all the I'm sequels sh- are garbage. Don't want any of the sequels. Go see I'm Jaws. I'm not
0: doubting the quality. I mean, it launched a literal fucking genre of films. I'm sure it's very good.
1: It's amazing. I'm sure it's very good. We need a bigger boat. Eric, God. I'm a buy on this comic book. This comic book is very good. It is. It, I don't. This cover is insane to me because that is. This is not what this issue is. But.
0: I, is it a bullshit
1: cover? I mean, it starts. It, the book does start off literally with this person mm-hmm. with a basket full of heads. So I'm going to give him a pass. But I feel like it's just bad marketing because you're not. I, I, I think Joe Hill's name is mostly selling us, but that cover is not nearly what's inside this book. Uh, Like you said, you predicted, you know, full of gore and hatred that you wouldn't like, but Mm -hmm. it's not that at all. Um, I'm assuming Eric is also a buy. I'm
0: I'm excited by about this. It's fucking awesome.
1: That is a double buy on a basket full of heads. Or no, sorry. Basket full of heads, not a basket full of heads. Excuse me. Tisket a tasket. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Exactly, literally. Uh, our next book is Joker Killer Smile Number One, written by Jeff Lehmeyer, art Andrea Sartino, colors Jordy Belair, letters Steve Wands. I I'm pretty su- I'm making sure Eric, Eric as long this is my my vow mm-hmm. as long as DC keeps releasing black
0: label Joker books
1: a Joker or Harley Quinn book we are going to read every single one and just you know until we. Get. Did
0: you did you like make a pact with Satan or like fucking who'd you lose a bet with? What happened here?
1: Oh, uh, well, i you know how remember how Peter Parker sold his soul so that oh okay uh you sold me not
0: having to r- r- read these terrible in, uh, books in, an,
1: in another world in another life Eric you and I were married I sold our mm. marriage so that we would get continual Joker and Harley Quinn books for the rest of time oh.
0: It's a shame. One I, more day. We've got a sad cat. Like a cat would, of course, be sad that we're not gay lovers. I fucking it, cat is shipping us. This is weird, man.
1: It's Harvey. So what do you expect? Oh, yeah, uh, Harvey. Harvey definitely writes slash about us. He wants to be played with right now. Um, <laughs> Sounds.
0: uh... I don't know. Sounds like someone who writes I, slash. These,
1: Jeff Leemeyer is a writer I respect. I like Jeff Leemeyer. I. I, I just mean, I, th- this is <laughs> this is just like you remember that scene that that one chapter of watchmen that was really really good yeah with rorschach and okay imagine it's that but it's the joker there even is a rorschach painting on the wall of this dude's house Mm-hmm. Uh, and like it, this is a, it, it it's even like
0: got its own panel when the the Balloon bursts and it turns into a fucking rorschach.
1: Yeah, I, and I don't. I I think it's it's it, it's, it's okay. executed competently. I this is
0: that bullshit like f- filter Photoshop filter art that I can't stand. Um, I can't look past that. That's all you see. I can't, I, I, I it, it is. I can't enjoy it. And I, I when it's when it's a concept that I already don't want, you know, Guy is interviewing the Joker. He's doing, like you said, the Watchman thing. He's doing the Hannibal Lecter thing. You know, I'm already against that. I don't want it. I don't need that in my life. Um, and then it looks like this. I'm not into it. I don't particularly want it. And I, I... I struggle to find joy or any reason or any it it doesn't I don't know. It doesn't feel good or deep to me.
1: No, I I would I I would say that I don't mind the art in this. I don't think it's it's not my favorite thing in the world, but it does not. You know, it's not the turnoff for me. The turnoff for me is, well, what what's the payoff for this of all potential ways? this story could go. The Joker's not going to stop being the Joker. Hell, they've already told that story in a different comic book, and they're continuing to tell it. So he's just gonna be the Joker and drive this guy crazy and make him another Joker. Like this is not set in the continuity, so it doesn't really matter. But even the ad copy is just all about like, well, this psychologist thinks he's gonna change the Joker. <laughs> he thought wrong. And yeah. like, I, I don't. No, thank you. I don't want to see the the Joker is not a hero, and I don't want to. De- I don't delight in him like corrupting this dude into like probably killing his family by the end of the story or becoming a joker right, or whatever
0: i i i just i don't think that comic books even even a writer as good as uh Lee Meyer, is equipped to to tell a story about i don't know the mental illness this way i don't i don't want it I don't need it in my life. I just, I uh, blah blah. I hope blah. I
1: hope you're ready to see this collection on comic book shelves for the rest of time.
0: I mean, you put the Joker on it, and some some guy and his verbally abused girlfriend are probably going to buy it. It'll be the gift of the magi, except they are both terrible people.
1: I'm i a, I'm a do not buy joker
0: killer smile Um, number one throw it into the sun
1: into the ooh, you'll get fired out of a cannon Mm -hmm. into the sun uh that's a double not by joker killer smile number one next up is the amazing mary jane number one written by leah williams art carlos gomez colors carlos lopez letters joe caramania
0: the a book brought to you by two
1: carloses two carly um her, the uh, they say this is the first solo Mary Jane book ever, and that just really struck me. I'm like, wow. It wasn't there? Wasn't
0: she the main character of Spider Man Loves Mary Jane, or was I guess Spider Man might have been?
1: I guess it's not a solo book for Mary Jane. In that case, you know, it is a. Spider- well, I mean, this, Mary...
0: this has a billion other fucking characters in it too. <laughs> what the fuck does
1: that even mean? <laughs> I'm not. I'm not going to argue with Eric. Okay, it's marketing at the end of the day. Uh, this is goddamn stupid. What do you think about this comic book? Um, I kind of reluctantly like it. I think I agree God, with you. My-
0: Mysterio has the worst fucking hair.
1: I was gonna say, like, come on, dude. You're if you're a what is wrong? Cut your hair.
0: This is this is this is why he fucking has a fishbowl on his head. Jesus Christ, got that fucking incel haircut. I hate it. You, uh, th- th- look I at you know. this...
1: get your hair cut uh, yes I also it also bothers me but I think it's probably part of it's probably reasonable to, yeah that's why he looks like an idiot is they want him to kind of look like an idiot um, yeah I mean Mysterio looks Mysterio is kind of an idiot he is and on his
0: best day he looks like an idiot
1: okay I'm gonna I like the, I'm here I like this comic book I like Leah Williams I like everything she's written aside from Gwenpool hmm um, she's going to be writing a, one of the Wave 2 X-Men books, I believe. Um, so, I'm interested in that. I, I think this, this book gets Mary Jane's voice pretty well. It gets Spider-Man's voice pretty well. I mm-hmm. I like the the, the the way it is portraying Mary Jane's trying to balance, you know, personalities at this weird movie shoot that has actual Spider-Man villains in it. All very good. I think the main question I had when I was reading it, it and it's like an interesting thing. So, there's a full-on Miranda shot in this comic book.
0: Um, I mean, there's, there's, she's she's got to be wearing those tights for a reason.
1: Yes, but that's the thing. Like, the book is like textually is all about you know Mary Jane trying to fight for a a bigger role, making a female character meaningful in this movie. Mm-hmm. Hint, hint. Get it? It's yeah. It's not. It's not nuanced. It's not like subtle. It's very overt. Like, hey, this is actually what the comic this comic book is about. And I, I'm totally on board with that. That's interesting. But to do that and then just have a bunch of, like, you know, Miranda shots and, like, her wearing forfeiting clothing and, like... I I don't...
0: That... I don't know. That doesn't bother me too much. Um, I don't know. It's not... It's not that shameless. I don't know. Whatever. People can just be fucking sexy. Like, I don't think that... there's There's certainly some aspect of maybe male view in 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 this book which i think is what you're you're driving at but i think the
1: well i i my main critique is there she literally calls it out where she says the script calls me fighting in a squeaky latex cat suit and how impractical all this is and then the book itself is just like well look at her for 20 pages look at this mm-hmm. and I'm like yeah i Mary Jane is, well, a, no, she's a that's... model, she's an actress, and she totally yes. owns her sexuality for that's the character. And that doesn't bother me. It's more about the book, like, hey, you I know. know that you, you admitted that's your pet
0: peeve when someone does something and then they lampshade it. Yes, I I, you, I don't like rem- that. I, I, I can see how that fits neatly in your uh, Robbie hates this box. <laughs> yes. Uh, the thing that, that, I don't know, I... I think this thing just really it really set itself up like it starts she's fighting all these villains and I'm just like "Ew, this is gonna be a, a, an MJ gets superpowers book and then it turns into what it is which is all this is fake it's a movie shoot and she is lobbying on her own behalf as a talented creative person and I'm like I fucking love that um I thought that was absolutely fantastic. I think the art is super fun and cute. and I mean, I just, I had a good time reading it. And that's about all that I want anymore.
1: I'm not saying I, I'm I'm just, I wanted to point it out because it was a thought in my mind. Mm -hmm. I still enjoy it a lot. I still think it's very good. And I still suggest you should buy it. But I would, like you said. Sure. My one of my pet peeve's Your little Your little Hades. Mm-hmm. Um that's a double buy on the amazing Mary Jane number one. Next up is Marauders number one, written by Jerry Duggan, Art Mateo Lolly, Colors, Federico Blee, Letters, Corey Pettit, Design Tom Muller. The the we we f- this is the first of two uh Wave One X-Men books after X-Men proper. And this is Marauders is the uh kitty pride emma frost and iceman and others reclaiming mutants saving mutants from dangerous situations bringing them back to krakoa bringing them back to the motherland so to speak pirates kitty Mm pride is a pirate
0: there's a lot of there's a lot of fun stuff in here
1: yeah it's a it's a very it's of all the x-men books so far x-men One had a little bit of that silliness in it at times uh this is full on like just ridiculous levels of, you know, downright almost camp mo- moments where I
0: I mean, you're 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 not wrong, but I mean, I like it. It, I'm didn't, just, it, it didn't seem there. it felt it felt fun and lighthearted to me. You know, Iceman, like get basically getting pants twice in this issue. You know, like, I, 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 I liked that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. No, I mean, it's... I, I, it was I, fun
1: to me. I like it. It's just very tonally different from the other books, which is not a bad thing. I will point you to... I would you like. I would direct your attention to page number nine, Eric, if you could please
0: um, uh, humor I'm me. Scooting over to it. Sure.
1: Now go to the bottom right panel. Mm-hmm. And Kitty Pride's, no, uh, no, but I've been assured top men are on it. And yeah, and then basically Iceman admits he's a bottom. I'd like to meet these top men. And then it's, that's not the thing. I like, I think that's a fun little whatever joke. But then the panel from off screen is, did you get it? <laughs> yeah. And that's, you know, textually, that's Wolverine asking if they got him beer. Mm-hmm. But. But it's like, did you get it? You <laughs> got the joke. Yeah, I just it's and that's the that's the kind of the tone of the book, and that's not a bad thing. But it is, I think, notable. Uh, it's 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 Jerry Duggan, and this is the yes. this is
0: we've not really read a whole bunch of his stuff that I can remember. I do remember us reading a Deadpool book a long, long fucking time ago, uh, and I did. I hated it. I thought it was fucking terrible. But like tonally, I think this works, and I. I like it, you know, when Wolverine can be a little silly and like I, I how, how I'm, I I think it's hilarious. Iceman and his skivvies, it's funny. How about how, I have a like like Kitty Pryde smashing her face into a Krakoa well
1: here, uh teleporter here, I, I think that's fascinating too I, well yes i'm i'm really there's a lot, already a lot of hearsay about why can't kitty use the gates um my other my my counterpoint to look how silly this is there's also a, a panel where kitty pride phases a gun into two mm-hmm. men's legs and yeah. i know that like there she's like oh it's all i'm being non-fatal and i'm not actually killing anyone that would absolutely murder a person they, there are important parts in your legs. Yeah, you, you in, your, will, in your upper thigh. Yes, absolutely. You will absolutely die. <laughs> that would. Those two dudes are dead. <laughs> They're not just I going. Ow! I, there's a gun in I my leg.
0: Think about that. I don't think. I don't think Jerry Duggan is a special agent. He doesn't really have a lot of, uh, you know, artery cutting training. So he probably does not know that.
1: I, I'm just saying, like, I, I don't really care if Kitty Pride is murdering, you know, terrible, terrible soldiers who are trying to murder her in return, but it's just a little bit very silly, like, diehard brain, as you would call it, Eric. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm still a buy, though. I still, I think the book looks really nice. Uh, I think I like can I, can the, the I the I bring your attention to something? Sure, I'd love it.
0: This is, uh, this is I think, an actual very important uh, thing that a lot of people were very upset about uh, a couple oh, of days right, ago right, when this right, book right. came out.
1: Yes, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, well, let explain me explain.
0: Is page 34, and it's where Storm looks like a fucking, like, blonde white girl. And it upset people a lot because she's a fucking, like, African princess or some shit
1: or an actual goddess. Um, depending on who yeah. you who depends on who you ask yeah she's like a true. she's just royalty or she is you know a, go- a nature god yes um it's not it's not great guys um, No.
0: I, I do think that the the i don't think that this colorist did it on purpose you know i don't think i, I honestly i think this was probably an editorial decision and i'm going to talk i, I I think kind of in macro, it ends up being kind of racist. But I think, honestly, people are very sensitive about printing uh, skin tones too dark. And in general, like the way that these books are done, they don't print a lot of dark colors in general. Like they print black and everything else, if you actually look at it, is roughly the same value is like everything is kind of samey. Like that's how they teach colorists these days is you you kind of want to instead of going darker you want to use like i can't even think of the the right terminology they'll make it cooler they'll make it like whatever and this makes storm <laughs> look terrible and wrong and yeah like I, I can understand why people will be upset about this i think that bunch of frank discussions need to be had about how to paint and print people in a way that looks correct and is repeatable.
1: Yeah. they they is frankly wrong. Some editorial mandate, they need to revise, you know, send a memo out to every colorist and be like, hey, if you don't know how to do it, learn. Well, I mean,
0: just sort of the nature of four color process. When you get dot gain, your colors get darker and if they're very dark and then they gain, the the, the 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 heavier they are on the page, the more the gain is going to affect them, the darker they're going to be. So it's not like magic, you know, it's mm-hmm. not like there's loads and thousands of pages of scholarly work devoted to like, you know, process printing. It takes a lot. So like a lot of the workarounds is you can't always guarantee that printer is going to be able to do it. You print things kind of on the light side, and it makes... I mean, like, unless you're drawing people the way that Brian Stelfreeze is, when he uses a lot of, like, core blacks in the face, it often will just fuck right up. So I don't know. I, I This is not me defending these assigned decisions. It's more just sort of explaining the thought process behind it uh it is still bad, and people need to figure out how to get something repeatable, something that's not this because she she looks like a completely different person she really really does do better yeah uh, it's it's a uh, artists and printers we we owe it to people. Uh, because their voices were not heard for a long time, it does not make it easy. But it's definitely a thing that uh, should change because it's not great.
1: All that being said, I'm still a buy on this comic book. Yeah, no, absolutely. I still, I think generally it's 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 very good. Um, double I, Marauders number one, on the last book is Excalibur number one, written by Teeny Howard, art Marcus Toe. Colors, Eric Arsen Arseniega. Letters, Corey Pettit, Design Again, Tom Muller. Mutant magic. Mm-hmm. That is what this book is about. And uh Betsy Braddock. This is really a it's a it's a it's a Betsy book. That's what this really is. Yeah, she's clearly the main character. Which hey, um I I, I really like the fact that they are this book is like head on confronting the retcon. You know, that should have happened a long time ago. Uh, I, I'm totally on board with weird magic stuff and Apocalypse being uh, some weird sorcerer who wants to be used, only will be called with a Krokoan K- 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 language. That's um, him becoming Captain Britain.
0: I really liked that. The, the b-
1: Apocalypse doing battle with the uh, Akaba is really fascinating. This is captain britain himself becoming like some dark knight uh jubilee's on the magic team for some reason but that's cool i like jubilee um jubes there's a negative that gambit is in this comic book unfortunately but you know i can't have everything i want
0: most people like gambit a lot of people do friend of mine a lady dressed up as gambit for halloween it's an interesting choice i thought
1: other than that i think this book is well written I, I think it looks very good. You have some some misgivings, Eric.
0: Not nothing terribly. I just think, particularly comparing this to the last book, I think that the through line is much clearer on the Duggan book. This is, I don't know. It kind of rambles around. It's got, it's got kind of a lot of. It, it could have stood for some edits. I mean, nothing's really bad. I just think that with the Duggan book, it was—I—I I was clear w- what was going on and was not really having an issue seeing the direction that it's going. And I, I guess maybe this was their intent
1: mm-hmm. was
0: to subvert a little bit. I—I I don't know. I mean, I think uh, I just find that
1: it's just a little bit too much. I'd rather have too much versus too little, and that's probably my i completely disagree with that I, I i don't i don't mean like at a certain point a
0: shitload more words is not more content it's just more yammering
1: i there's there there's not i would not call any of this this dialogue well not any but most of this dialogue, I would not call empty filler. I I think it delivers mm-hmm. meaningful content. Some of it is this is magic, so it's wordy and a little bit heavier. Like it, it, you know, it reads a little bit, you know, wordier because if I, you know, I think of like Tolkien, who is mm. a very wordy man himself, and he wrote about magic well, and fantasy. You
0: don't say.
1: Mm-hmm. So he I don't. Stole, he stole it all from D and D. He did. Beholder, you know, Beholder's invented elves.
0: I mean, I mean, that is that is uh, that was Gary Gygax's uh, original name. Beholder.
1: I I like, you know, and like the you look at the design pages, even in this book, and they're just long missives about magic and weird rhymes and stuff. I feel like it is all very I think that is the intent. I think it is supposed to be like, hey, all these books are different from each other. Um, the Marauders book is like, yeah, it's Kitty Pride is like a pirate trying to reclaim people. This book is more, more stuff happening. Uh, I like them both for different reasons.
0: I mean, I I agree. I, I think there's plenty in this book to like it, and I like I like Teeny Howard. So honestly, I, I don't like um, Gambit, but you know, bud, you're gonna you're gonna live.
1: Why doesn't Gambit have his staff?
0: I don't know, man. They need to let him throw roses.
1: <laughs> no more playing cards. Yeah, I kind of i I do want an explanation we, about how they get their costumes on in a moment with using some technology that we have not seen before.
0: Yeah, they all have. They all have the Venom suit. I, that's it's the good Cullen version of the Venom suit. I mean, why wouldn't it be?
1: Is it like that goo that? you know cyclops was using to wash their dishes they just spray yeah. everyone with the goo and yeah
0: like a fucking weird sink thing just comes on all of them
1: and then all of a sudden whoops i'm i'm dressed like gambit now so am i could could gambit theoretically have any costume he wanted i
0: think yeah i think that is
1: true so yes. he, he could just dress he could just be magneto for a day if he really wanted to
0: I mean, you can just dress yourself in someone else's underwear. the The sky's the limit.
1: I'm a I'm a buy on Excalibur number one. Okay, it was actually I think. I mean, it's my. Hmm, I think I like it more than either X Men one or Marauders one. Interesting. I think just because I, Apocalypse I, is there it is he's like no big. I think it's
0: a it's a good cast. I think I, I think I think I am actually I am actually more intrigued. On the strength of the premise, because Psylocke becoming Captain Britain is pretty fucking badass. Like, I was really jacked up by that that page that made me pretty happy.
1: So, you use a regular buy?
0: Um,. I mean, do you want me to do a backflip or something? I don't know.
1: No, I'm just I. I don't know. I was wondering if there's maybe a, a mush point no, in there. Not.
0: There's, there's not. There's okay. There's just some soft criticism.
1: Okay, that's. I also had some my share of soft criticism. Yeah, you you did the last book.
0: I did this one. It's fine. You're I, a s'more spit. I'm a pumpkin bomb stand.
1: If you put, I, I imagine if I had a gun put in my leg, it would hurt a lot. You
0: know, bud, don't just don't do it.
1: Fair. I'll avoid you, that you, there's there's a
0: limited number of things that you should put inside yourself
1: yes that and, is true
0: and and even then there's prescribed places to put them like you don't want to inside your thighs <laughs> not a place should should probably not do that no you know I whatever people want to do to themselves that's their own business fair but I I I would politely <laughs> advise you against
1: it. How about ribs from a pig into my mouth?
0: That's that's that is the thing that is acceptable to okay,
1: me. cool. Awesome. That's a double by Excalibur number one. Uh, we can move on to our next segment. It's time for Checking In. Checking In is a part of the show where Eric and I talk about what we've been up to the past couple weeks. Uh, Any movies or video games or television shows or anything we'd like to talk about? Honestly,
0: what would you like to talk about, Eric? You know, when you said movies, I actually forgot that this was a thing that I did. Oh, that uh, did I, you, you might not have seen me check in with it. But the same way that the Dragon Ball Broly movie came to theaters in the United States, the, the a fucking One Piece movie was in theaters. Um, there's, they're showing it like, they were showing it like once a day, very limited showings. I found one, um, here in Pinellas Park where I'm recording. Um, so yeah, I saw One Piece Stampede. It's, uh, it's interesting. I, I don't, um, how many anime movies have you ever seen, Robbie?
1: Uh, does Studio Ghibli count?
0: Yeah, but that's really not what I'm, I'm mining for. I mean, I mean, it is
1: literally what I'm
0: asking, but I'm I, I'm saying a movie based on an anime series. Is, ah, let me, let me let me zero. Okay, that I figured that zero was the the answer that you would. I've me.
1: seen a fair share of movies that are animes. I've never, I don't, I've never watched a. I yeah, you've seen you've seen a an animated movie
0: from Japan, mm-hmm. but you have not like watched a Naruto movie or some shit like that. No. Um my my experience is primarily with the Dragon Ball movies and the One Piece movies were I feel like very kind of similar to that um in that they were like largely non-canonical they just made up a bunch of stuff it was like weird like almost like shovelware kind of shit you know um most of them are not bad they're th- but it it feels a lot of times like filler content this had characters and design and like a story shape that was created by the author, uh, Echira Oda. Um, I thought the characters looked really neat. It felt very one piece. I'm really, really, really behind in one piece. So there were plenty of characters. I had no fuck clue who they were. Um, but I, I don't know. I, I didn't exactly love the movie. It's not exactly super high art. Uh, there's one piece that I've read and watched that I thought was much, much better just simply because it's long-form storytelling and Oda was very, very good at um, paying off on that long form. But this was still fun, and it was really neat to see a One Piece movie, not even dubbed, straight up in Japanese, subtitled in Pinellas Park, Florida. Which is like the redneck suburb of St. Petersburg, if you've if you're not familiar. So yeah, it was wild. It was really fun. You Would watch you... a lot of you watch a lot of uh weird Japanese movies there, bud?
1: No. 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 No, I haven't watched I I, I mean I I have I I chose to watch
0: One Piece and not Joker. Did you ever watch that? Nope. I don't know that I I I'm not going to see it in the theater. I might rent it or something later. Um, but I will say that pretty universally, I don't know too many people that say that they didn't like it. I'm I'm gonna pass. Uh, I mean, whatever. That's fine.
1: I'll I'll be okay.
0: I I mean you you know you won't die if you don't watch any movie. I don't think any of them are like antidotes to anything. Mm-hmm. But I still kind of want to see it based on the buzz around it you know what else uh chicken belt that's disgusting i tried i apologize you you did you did try admittedly i'll give you one point for trying
1: thank you i appreciate that what else eric uh i drew a shitload of stuff i know i saw all of them
0: yeah well thank you you're you're one of the retweet roberts oh
1: good did you not see that i did i'm i'm a member Yeah. The an exclusive club the re- the re- twe- the, r- the rob tweeters
0: mm-hmm. the rob tweeters you have two names now amazing mm-hmm. um we contain multitudes that's true that's so true uh yes that there was um inktober a- 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 was very hard this year <laughs> it was it felt like falling off a log last year it was very easy but i think i I was was full of piss and vinegar that that month and was very eager to go out and kill somebody with drawings I don't know. Um this this year was still I feel like a pretty good success and that it like I don't know, Cody Rhodes liked my drawing of him and he retweeted it on the AEW Twitter which was pretty fucking awesome. That was probably the biggest highlight. I did, Hangman Page did not tell me he was going to put my drawing of him in his story. You told me that, I think, last episode. I did, and I, I, I mean, I can't even. It's his, his story. It lasts for like a day, so I can't see it in any way. It's annoying. Um, but yeah, it was fun. I got. Oh, there was certainly like a for. Two of the weeks? It was basically every person like retweeted it or at least liked it. I got a lot of attention, you know, from the actual like AEW stars. So it was it was pretty neat. I uh I did feel a little bit let down um because after uh Cody sharing my thing, uh, you know, I was like, oh man. I'm gonna shoe in now, Nick and Matt, but they they don't give a shit they They have other things to do they need they have to they have to get on Twitter and talk about how there's never going to be a, a new japan partnership
1: so that means there definitely is going to be one right
0: i I imagine no no sadly, I don't. no, I don't think so, which is just just makes me feel sick. I don't like it. I don't want that.
1: Just picture this in your mind, Eric. It'll make you feel good mm-hmm. for a moment. It's a year from now. Mhm. Kenny Omega wins the AEW heavyweight championship. And as he's celebrating, he's about to say good night and good luck. Coins drop and Okada comes out to challenge him.
0: I mean, this is a family podcast, so I can't tell you what just happened to me.
1: <laughs> is it a family podcast? Is that what we are?
0: I I think this is of of all of all your podcasts, I I am the reason that this is the least
1: family-friendly. Uh, it's not only at your feet. Uh, I mean, mm, I, 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 uh, I, I'm going to say that it's wrestling and there's always a never until there's not a never until suddenly things happen.
0: That's the truth. I, um, I would definitely lose my goddamn mind. I mean, that is the word on the underground is that Okada himself is interested in the idea, but it does feel like. It does feel like New Japan, the 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 organization, they have not changed their mind much on the young bucks and Kenny and all of them. They're still pretty looking down their nose at them.
1: Well, give them a year, a year, another another year or two, of floundering in the uh, in, a, in the U.S. with the expansion without them helping sell tickets. And I, I, I it's not, it's not untrue. I mean, it's not—it's to... not really their fault. It's Ring of Honor's fault. Also, honestly, it's their fault in that they chose to ally themselves with the Ring of Honor for so long and not cutting bait when they could. Yeah, well, the, yeah, they're kind of—they're kind of doing it now because they're promoting shows that are in America without Ring of Honor helping them, without Ring of Honor's name attached at all. So there's that, at least. It's your wrestling talk for this episode. I mean, I'm
0: surprised there's not been more of it. Fair. We don't. We don't. We don't get. We don't have other phone calls, sadly. We can't just get all this out. We do text each other about wrestling all day, though.
1: Yes, all day, every day. In case you
0: were wondering, we, yes. we literally I do that all the time. Um, I saw a movie too, Eric. Cool. Oh, okay. I did want to see this. How was it? What was it first? The Lighthouse is the name of the film. See, I can read. I can read the sheet. They can't.
1: They cannot read the. They cannot. Read. They
0: cannot read this sheet that they're listening to in the car. No.
1: Uh the, the lighthouse is the name of the film it it stars two men and that's it uh William Defoe and uh Robert Pattinson uh it is a genre film it is, the genre is two men yelling at each other that is the genre <laughs> I believe he
0: tweeted that and I was I was I was impressed
1: that's that is the genre of film uh it is two yelling boys it's vaguely a horror movie um it's not any kind of it. It is a horror movie in the same way that I don't know, like, you know, uh, Witches is, the the witch is also directed by, uh, this director and it's that the same, it's just very ominous and slow and uncomfortable and it has terrible things happen in it. So it becomes a horror movie, but I would, I, when I say the, the genre is two men yelling at each other that I mean, that that is literally what this movie is. Uh, it is beautiful. It's in black and white, it is shot, it is gorgeous to look at, every frame, every scene, all the clothing is just gorgeous. It, even when it's disgusting, it's gorgeous. Like, they, it just, the, it has been, you can tell the craft in it and how it looks. Um, I would say that if you are interested in seeing it from what just the very vague marketing materials that have been released, you should probably see it, because I think it is worth seeing. That being said, I don't think I'm ever going to watch it again. Uh, it has moments that are very, very... For in, About an hour in, I thought, I'm going to love this movie. This is going to be one of my favorite movies ever. And then another hour happened of the same <laughs> thing in the first hour. And then I went, oh, no, I, this is not... I do not love this movie. Um, but it has great moments of portent and dread and amazing acting and then there's some moments that I don't understand why they're there and I don't understand they seem to undercut what the, the 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 attitude and the kind of mood that the film is building most of the time. And it seems like it wants to be a lot of things. Feels like the director wants to make this movie be a lot of different things and be effective that way. I think if you cut 25 minutes of this movie, it'd be amazing and perfect. But There's also a lot of people who think, oh, this 25 minutes ad and they they make it special because it does more things. You know, that's just me. I want simple art that doesn't try and mishmash tones most of the time. And I think that's largely my complaint about the film is just like there's scenes that vary in tone in the scene even. And I'm just kind of I kind of it doesn't. I don't know how I'm supposed to feel, and not in a good way. More in like that's confusing. What? Why was that there? And I shouldn't be thinking that in your serious art movie, um, but it is an art movie. Do not go into this thing thinking it's going to be like Transformers. It's two hours of being assaulted, basically, uh, visually and audiovisual. Uh, lots that's, of great. That's definitely what it looked like from the ads. Yeah, lots of great imagery. Lots of really good, and the, and the two actors are incredible. I will say that Willem Dafoe and Robert Pattinson Are both amazing Um And it's effective But it's like effective The way a sledgehammer Is effective
0: Sledgehammers are pretty Fucking effective
1: Not so effective When you want to screw Something to a wall And I think that's largely My complaint about the film Is that like It there's It tries to do lots of things All with a sledgehammer
0: It's not for It's You know It's not for screwing It's for smash
1: (laughs) True uh I also, Eric, mm-hmm. I played I played a video game. One video game I played. Actually I played multiple video games, but this is the, <laughs> the, new, the, 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 the you newest do,
0: you do play multiple video
1: games. Yes, this is the newest game that I've been playing and I'm going to finish it. Uh it is the Outer Worlds. Not to be confused with Outer Wilds. Different games altogether. Uh Outer Worlds is the newest game from Obsidian. Eric. Do you enjoy the Fallout games? Uh yes. Do you enjoy BioShock? Sure. Do you enjoy Mass Effect? Yes. Then you should l- you should play Outer Worlds because it is those games. It is that it's the kind of the the atmosphere and socio-political environment of BioShock. Uh, it is the uh, kind of the mishmash of side characters as a part of your team and learning their quirks and their characters and going on quests for them, like Mass Effect. It is a... it. The gameplay is very similar to Fallout, where you're exploring worlds and you're going to cities and towns and doing quests and manipulating things. Um, It is a proper RPG. You have a bunch of stats and you can level up in guns, or you can level up in melee, you can level up in charisma, and talk your way through things, you can talk, you you level your there's hacking and lockpicking and all that stuff, just like in Fallout, you can level all that stuff if you don't want to talk to one, you just want to break in somewhere and steal everything you can kill all the NPCs if you want and still can beat the game uh, it is that, it's not like it, it, the one thing it has, the one thing it doesn't have that Fallout has, is a massive open world, uh, you are going to planets uh, like Mass Effect even the galaxy map looks just like mass effect and you're traveling different planets and jumping across the galaxy to different places to solve different problems you're not not ever going to be like in a giant massive open world walking from one end to the other some of these planets have very big spaces to explore don't get me wrong and i'm not even i feel like i have a lot more to do and i'm still you know I'm probably 10, 15, 20 hours in. I don't even know. You lose kind of lose time when you're playing this game because there's just so much. Ex- ex- the, the writing is very good. I will say that as well. Um, but I really, that is the pitch. It's like, hey, do you like Fallout meets Bioshock meets Mass Effect? You'll like this game. If you have Xbox Game Pass, it is free with that. It comes with Xbox Game Pass. Um, it's on the Epic Store on PC. Really do like that Epic Store. I mean that's where it is. There's
0: it's not mm-hmm. on Steam, so you can't. You have to get it from where it is and not where it isn't.
1: Yeah, exactly. I wanted to play it, so I went to the place where they sell it. You know, if I want a book, I don't go to you know a hardware store. Although they probably sell books at hardware stores, certain you know how to books. Um, I don't know. It's good. It makes me want to play more. I don't know how, what other how to other, what other metric to 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 kind of judge a game by. You should you like it if you played it. I was, I know a lot of
0: people that I'm friends with have picked it up, so I'm, I don't know, I'm eager to give it a shot. It is, it's, it's that... I have to, I have to be an evangelist for Outer outer Wilds and the Outer Worlds I, now, I, apparently.
1: Outer Wilds is a, I'm gonna, is better than Outer Worlds.
0: I no mean, the Outer, Outer Wilds is a fucking, like, masterpiece for forever.
1: I mean, until the world explodes... World ends and then twenty two minutes from now. Yeah, twenty two minutes from now, and then then it's no, there's nothing. So I mean, it was a masterpiece for that entire time. No one's gonna understand that unless they played the Outer Wilds.
0: Or you can just spoil it for yourself and listen to our our podcast about it.
1: I would say go play it.
0: Yeah, no, you shouldn't spoil great games.
1: For um, yourself. but that's all I got to say about that. You gonna be selling? Are you celebrating T Thanksgiving?
0: Um, yeah the the day where we. uh we uh we break out our propane and propane
1: accessories and no uh, no no that's when we watch Tom Hanks movies like Forrest Gump. Well, let's do both. Let's celebrate <laughs> all the great Hanks in our life.
0: <laughs> and we can we can be thankful for them.
1: I'll tell you what. That's right. There's a there should be a a if there isn't there should be a Twitter account that is just 2019 King of the Hill episodes. It really would be good. I was
0: talking to a friend of mine because I, I can't I can't even remember the tweet, but it was like it was Hank being really confused by what an e-girl was or. And I think Hank versus the e-girls absolutely would be tremendous, tremendous King of the Hill episode.
1: We came up with an idea where Hank drinks a White Claw and enjoys mm-hmm. it and then has an existential crisis. That is another
0: thing that Hank Hill would would do. It's like, oh. He would do it on, he would kind of do it on accident. Though. Right, like, yeah. He would pick up he would pick up, like, the wrong drink. Yeah. Someone, like, put it in a he would think that it was
1: just water. Yes. I was like, huh,
0: that's pleasant. Refreshing. What that's... do you call
1: this? Yeah. It's, oh, it's a White Claw. It's a, a spiked seltzer. Oh, no. seltzer? <laughs> oh, no! Oh, my God. That's a rich people drink. Oh, Lord. Uh, that's enough for us chuckle fucking around we can, we can move on <laughs> our podcast we can move we can move on to our final segment it is time for nerd boy book club nerd boy book club is the part of the show eric and i sign a longer collective work and discuss it in depth like you would a book in a book club except it's a comic book this episode we are discussing pumpkin heads by rainbow rowell and faith Aaron hicks writer and artist rainbow rowell and faith Aaron hicks Mhm-, this is a cute book, yeah,
0: I don't think it's as cute as uh, check, please, but no it's, it's it is um it's a cute book it's cute, it's I, even I simpler
1: think, than it's like the simplest thing
0: i i mean that's exactly what I was gonna drive at too that it is just i mean there's like there's barely conflict in this yeah there's it's like it's barely a story like this is this is this is a a a comic book anecdote <laughs> you know and i i don't particularly think that that's bad um like it doesn't really upset me that it's but but it is it is a piece of fluff you know it is a it is a marshmallow and cotton ball sandwich um, you
1: could even say it's a pumpkin bomb.
0: You could not say that because that's not a thing that people know exists. If I had if before you read this, if I said, How do you want a pumpkin bomb? You'd be like, What the fuck? Are you crazy? Where's a hobgoblin? Exactly. That's a pumpkin bomb. There you go. There you go.
1: I would I'll eat if someone made me one of those a pumpkin bomb from the comic book. I would oh, absolutely oh, that eat. That sounds it. like
0: it's fucking delicious. All this all this junk food. This girl, this girl likes her junk food she is all about it she says give me that kettle corn and succotash for whatever odd reason and i like that they call out the fact that that like yeah we wanted to make stew because that's normal but i want it to be succotash damn it it's a weird thing to me I, i i don't know okra okra
1: that's hard i don't i don't know how they make food with okra in mass it's, and it doesn't turn into just slime.
0: Yes, okra's okra is very, very easy to make disgusting.
1: Yeah, I've never I've I've tried like twice and I'm just like, I'm done. I'll just I, I'll eat fried okra like out if I eat. Mm-hmm. I'm never gonna try it, I just make I just make slimer. I just make Ghostbusters. Just
0: like, <laughs> I, I just I think that it's just just kinda not good. It's not a great vegetable. I can think of Hundreds of vegetables that just... I eat them and they're delightful. Okra is not one of them.
1: No, it's true. I
0: remember remember talking to a friend of mine who was not of the South, and he was very confused. He saw some fried okra, and he's like, what the fuck? Is this like fried spider thoraxes? What is this shit?
1: (laughs) (laughs) I... Yes. uh, This book... Actually... Despite us talking about okra for this long, it's not about those very minor mentions of okra. Uh, well, we got to we have to we have to fluff this out somehow.
0: This book is not I would exactly content rich here. I I I disagree. I think we we can have we can have a free wheel and easy conversation
1: about this free about wheeling this free wheel and easy book. Yes, it's a it is a I I like how simple it is. I like that it takes place in a single night. I like, uh, the relationship between, uh, Deja and Hosea, Josie. She's I li- named
0: after a princess of Mars.
1: Uh, I mean, I, we didn't meet her parents, but it's certainly possible. She might just be, like, Deja Vu. Maybe she has, like, a sister that's a little bit older, and... Mm-hmm. they just like, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I like both of them. <coughs> they, they, they are the story. There are mm-hmm. other characters in here that appear briefly, um they're they're not very integral any of them uh the these two characters carry the book uh they are they have a good inter, uh a fun relationship a fun uh the fun interplay between them uh, you, uh it does the will they won't they thing a little bit i like that too um i like the fall stuff it's a good fall book yeah i, I like fall ob-
0: ob- objectively the best season there's no fall in Florida.
1: Austin so. Austin gets a fall.
0: It's nice. Yeah, no, Fall is the best, you know.
1: Mhm.
0: Yeah, eating eating chili and going to football games.
1: I'm going to be making chili this week.
0: God bless you, sir. Mm-hmm. Godspeed. Godspeed. I gosh speed.
1: And there's this is a family podcast. This is a yes, of this family podcast, <laughs> absolutely. God um, fucking damn it. But the you know, it it's silly and it's sweet um I here eric you want to have something to talk about mm-hmm. i have i i think I thoroughly enjoy this book faith Erin Hicks is a great artist we've covered her books before always like them she's i, I like her art a lot yeah, it's she's great. she's she's in she's in my hall of fame she's in my top five and rainbow Rowell is i you know we we were, we, in, I think we mostly enjoyed uh, the Runaways book. Yeah. We, I, had, I, I... we had our critiques, but I think largely we enjoyed it. And I haven't read any of her novels, but she is extraordinarily famous uh, in the YA genre and field and sphere, if you are, you know, for, mm-hmm. in, for prose. Mm-hmm. But I think she writes very well in this. My only complaint these people aren't teenagers to me.
0: No. But I mean, that's the same everywhere. I was kind of thinking of that same thing. You you can't write teenagers the way teenagers actually act, which is hormonal and shitty and completely unable to regulate their emotions and just like dumb versions of adults. It's it in general is not really that great. They're. You write them like very mature 20-year-olds, honestly.
1: Mm-hmm. And that's what I would say. Like these, If, the, if you told me these people were 21, 22, mm-hmm. I could buy it. When you tell me they're 17, and be like, mm, well,
0: 18. Yeah, 0% chance, no. No, any any television show or anything you've seen,
1: they're not, yeah. my I have a question for you, Eric. Okay. Along the same lines. Do 18-year-olds know... Lord of the Rings.
0: Nowadays I kinda question that because I feel like The Hobbit was not a huge splash. If it had been if it had been really big, I feel like young people would have gone back. They would have done a lot to re release those movies and but in general it was just kind of not a not a big effect on culture.
1: And Fellowship came out in two thousand and one, which would be literally when these characters Mm -hmm. were born.
0: Yes um that it's probably not that important no to to their
1: age group um it just struck me that one scene she's like talking about the one ring i'm like mm-hmm. well maybe if they're really nerdy kids and they ser- they kind of are so maybe there's that but it's what? not it, i mean it's not not part of the zeitgeist
0: um i just think that only at this point it's trending back towards less pop and it's more your educated people that get it, you know, that know mm. about it. Or watch um,
1: watched a lot of movies or watch older people, you know. When, yeah, I, was, it, when I was a teenager, pretty, I was watching movies that came out when I was born. So it's yes, certainly potentially it's not
0: impossible, right, but you're you're also not like a normal person. What? Yeah, you're not. I'm sorry. Sorry, I had to learn it from me.
1: What? Yeah, you're not. I'm no, I'm Mr. Normal. You're not. I'm sorry. Captain Captain Normal.
0: Oh.
1: I'm better I'm than sorry. normal. I'm abnormal.
0: That's A B normal.
1: Um there is a wild goat on the loose in this comic.
0: They barely address it too, which is great. Like there's there's kinda no resolution to to the the goat gate. It's it's
1: pretty awesome. I'm for goats in general. Are you? Yeah. I like goats. I did doom metal goat yoga. What? Did you not know that? You didn't see those pictures? No. Oh my god, I don't know how you missed that, Eric. I was on it was on Facebook. When? <laughs> oh, I don't know, like months ago. Last I don't year. Remember. Not last year. Maybe I maybe I maybe I've just forgotten. That's what I did yoga out in a field while people See, they... I
0: can't the, the 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 yoga is easily the, the least believable part. I I mean I don't. I don't think I've ever seen you exercise, honestly. Yes, you have. Uh-huh. We lifted
1: well, weights I've, together.
0: I, I, I. Is that that you call that exercise? Yeah, it's absolutely it. exercise. <laughs> it <laughs> makes me, the way you did it. <laughs> what, are you, what are you talking about? I did a normal just, set. Now I'm just
1: teasing you. I would. I just because you haven't watched me do it doesn't mean I don't do it. I. <laughs> I went and did yoga in a field, and there were baby goats. And they jumped around on on us or around us while they played doom metal. That is, that is a weird thing, my dude. It was a fun time. Okay, baby goats are cute. Um, Did you do it in a corn base? I was in a big field next to a brewery. God, the fucking breweries. Jester King, to, to be on the record. Um, I, 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 I like, I like the, the conciseness of this. I like how clever it is. How 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 like hey, I'm gonna say, Eric, Mm -hmm. I I I am okay with stories where there is basically no conflict. That uh, we're we're
0: decidedly in an era where people need and maybe like that always kinda has been a thing that it's a maybe that is a, a, a feminine style of storytelling. I don't know. This can't have just happened,
1: you know? I think it has always existed. I think it is just e- more easily accessible and acceptable for anyone to read, and the, they're in they're easier to find. There's more of them, and they're mm-hmm. marketed towards men as well as women. Not just you know, it's not just fluff dismissed by masculine culture or
0: whatever. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've we've had that discussion about serious art versus frivolous art mm-hmm. this is a pretty silly frivolous story and I, I i don't know i'm i i am glad that that this goofy shit exists it's apparently doing very very well i can't i mean it's in stores
1: mm-hmm.
0: that is a good first step so i'm gonna wait, tell wait, wait, you wait a minute
1: eric wait a minute you're gonna have to slow down for me okay i'm not smart I know, it's true. Are you telling me uh-huh. that if you put a comic book in a normal store, mm-hmm. people might buy it? Yeah, there's a chance. Oh man. Oh god, Marvel is really stupid. Yeah, you're right. And DC so, DC's not smart either. Why don't they put their like their books in like Target?
0: That do you know? Uh I I bought this book in a bookstore. What? Because it had it. What do you mean a bookstore? Uh, a regular bookstore. Uh, I, I called the comic book store, and they didn't have it. They didn't sell and this comic
1: I, book in a comic book store?
0: No. They sold it in a bookstore. They had a copy at the bookstore.
1: So, a bookstore where they just sell regular books? Mm-hmm. Not comic books.
0: Well, they sell comic books also, because there they are books also. Oh,
1: okay. But, but they th-
0: only sell books that you can get at a regular bookstore um
1: you can't get you, all the book all the books that we've read for floppies not there wh- why why not why wouldn't you put that it's a store where the, you sell books and a comic book is a book which well, you just here's you, you here's just said that.
0: that nerds want to feel special so you have to um creators basically have to like make 10 grand a year so they can like also like live their passion and work at starbucks while they work 80 hours a week on comic books um i mean that's just obvious That you i mean you don't really want your book to sell I, mean, to I
1: most, was i'm just going to yes. what I,
0: are you some kind of some kind of fucking capitalist Ew. first
1: first second knows what they're doing uh they they know what their books are they know where to put their books to how to succeed and make them sell and have people read them Oh,
0: this is a first second book. Yeah, Bless their heart.
1: Um, it's doing very well. I'm very glad for that. I'm this is kind of what I wanted right now. I am I am about to release I just finished proofreading and editing Final Revisions on a terrible, terrible, horrible horror story where terrible <laughs> things happen to people. And I'm about to write another terrible horror story where terrible, terrible things happen to people. And you have to you have to space it out and read some care bears in between. I mean it yes, actually yeah, I do. I to make myself not crazy, I do kinda have to do like mm-hmm. lighten myself up a little bit, and this is exactly yeah. what the doctor ordered.
0: I, I do find that uh I go to media for um maybe not for mental health, but to help me regulate my mood for sure. Um this is this is nice to have an option like this and I think that I think it's important. It, it it's definitely why we shouldn't shame people for liking stuff that's silly and fluff. I don't know.
1: I I don't I feel like I, I, I think
0: fe- I feel like men would be a lot mentally healthier if we could allow ourselves, uh, and other people would allow us too. I don't want to leave people out here. <laughs> uh, I, I would I would allow us to enjoy stupid frivolous shit.
1: That's just about like friendship and relationships, and it's not. There's yeah. no, there is no, and I, I don't want to get, also don't want to make the wrong impression about this. This book does not try and like say it's making some grand claim about art or people or humanity or something. It's no, a, it's just like, hey, this is a a short little fun story. It's set, mm-hmm. it's set in, it's set in the fall. It's about a, this a, a friendship that it happens in one evening. It happens a single night, and it has. Uh, I laughed multiple times. I thought the book was funny. It's charming. Faith Erin Hicks' art is good and great as always. It's the an interesting thing about it is I don't
0: think she's flexing very hard on this book. It almost to me feels like a waste of her real skill. But if she can do a book on a light jog and it's a bestseller, I think it really. I think that really kind of does say something. I mean we we we've talked about this right about the uh, it's sort of why Raina Telgemeier's art is so simple and it makes it more approachable Mm -hmm. you know it's kind of why simpler art is what people want It's the reason that all the popular cartoons are not like they don't look like a fucking mobius comic you know they're they're some of them are very ugly but mostly they're very very stripped down and simple and that's what people want and i i don't know for 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 Faith Aaron Hicks to do something very silly, fluffy, and easy and not destroy herself like doing the um tiles the book. what's that thing called the nameless City series? yes,
1: nameless city trilogy
0: yeah she doesn't have to ruin herself doing that i I don't know i i
1: no i'm I'm one hundred percent for her becoming more famous because she's writing she's drawing a bestseller with rainbow RL and then being able to get paid more <laughs> like i'm yes that, that is a very good thing to me so i'm and yeah i would say yeah you're right i think that is a thing that also people overlook and i it is kind of a pre- omnipresent in comics culture of like look how many looks how look how much hatching there is in this it's the best and i'm not saying that that's bad Give me a lot of cross hatching. I'm fine with that, um, but it's not necessarily going to appeal to the most people.
0: Yeah, I think that's. I don't know if it's visual literacy or something, but I do think that you, it takes a complicated person to digest complicated art, and most people are not
1: complicated, and they, or they don't want they don't want it. They don't like you said. This is like fluff. They people like. Oh, I worked all day. I I just want to chill. Yeah and read a sweet story i feel like most people are kind of like that i would say that if you want a fun light sweet fall comic book that you can read in a single sitting and you can buy at your local bookstore
0: i've definitely been looking for those fall comic books
1: i like seasonal books of any kind I like books that I can, re- like, you know, I think there's a reason Christmas movies are so popular, is, is very mm-hmm. much like, I can kind of go, I want to, like, oh, it's Christmas, that means I get to watch, you know, whatever Christmas movie is your favorite, Home Alone, or um, Nightmare Before Christmas, or Christmas Story, or that movie with Jimmy Stewart, or Angels Get Wings because he rings a bell, that's how that movie goes, right? I think so. Good. I'm good. I'm. I'm adequately describing it. Um. But I. I kind of like it. You know. There's not a lot of. You know. It's fall. A fall book. A, it's not even a Halloween book. It's kind of just like a. Hey. Do you like cozy fall books? You should read this. It's sweet. That's really it. It's not. You know. I don't. I'm glad it's just this. It's just. It's. It's nice.
0: No, I think to make it more serious is a huge mistake.
1: hmm It's a sweet book. Um. Oh, nothing else to add. Just hey, it's nice.
0: We can find other stupid shit to bullshit about. No,
1: I need to. I need to feed my cats. Honestly, they're about to eat me. Harvey has switched over from playful to murderous. Uh, He's very dangerous. Um, that's it. That's enough. That's it for us on pumpkin heads. But guess what, Eric? What bud? Next episode is episode 250, as previously established. And so we're going to read a monumentous comic book. We're going to be reading Batman Year One by Frank Miller and David Mazzucchelli. Uh, It it seems like we do a lot of Batman books on the big, big episodes. But, you know, he is Batman. It's kind of Mm -hmm. important. He's a kind of important character. Um, And Batman Year One might be the best Batman comic ever. Certainly people say that it is there There are people who say that it is the best Batman comic ever.
0: I think we're gonna like it better than the other ones that we've read
1: probably i I'm, I'm I'm eager to read it again.
0: It has been it's probably been probably more than six or seven years. It might have even been ten or thirteen years since I've read it. It feels fresher, but I can't think of any occasion that I've sat down and 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 read it,
1: yeah. Oh, we'll be we'll, the it's the, the the reboot of Batman basically the mid eighties of Frank Miller. Uh we're gonna we're gonna discuss it, talk about it, uh we'll see how much we have to more we have to say about Batman, probably still a lot. Um he brings out a lot of opinions. He's that kind of character. But that'll be next time. Read along with us. Um that'll do it for us today. We are the Hansel Boys Comics Hour. You can find us at HanselBoysComicsHour.com. Find links to our Facebook, which is Facebook.com slash hour, Our Twitter, which is h-, h at HBCHour. You can email us at handsomeboyscomics at gmail.com. Um, if you like the show, please subscribe and tell your friends and review us. Give us a really good review, five stars, on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to us. It helps us out. helps us find new listeners. Uh, it only takes a few moments every time, and we really appreciate it. You can find me online on Twitter at Robbie Dorman. You can go to my website. It's RobbieDorman.com. has links to everything there. Purchase my novels and check out my other podcasts. I will have a new novel out by the time our next episode is airing. At least not for pre-order by the time our next episode is airing. So watch all those internet spaces for news about pre-ordering my next novel. I don't have a good elevator pitch for it yet, but I will by the time we do our next episode. Eric. Where can they find you and your things online?
0: That's a super nice question. I have a portfolio that is available at freewillunlimited.com, and you can see many of the things I get up to on ericzgoodnight.com. That includes my Twitter, Instagram, Twitch channel, all linked on there. I'm known on all of those services as Easy Goodnight.
1: With well, that folks, we will call it a day. Have a good one. Rockin yeah you not